0: Welcome to the Underpowered Gaming Podcast. Where even if we're busy, we still find time to game. We're talking video games, trading cards and everything in between. My That's name right. is Shelby Stokes and with me today the eccentric Casey Cool, Hi now, and the enigmatic Eric Scott. Welcome, welcome. Good first evening. Off, Good evening. First
1: off, the note said the Most Electrifying Man in Podcast Entertainment. That is my title, sir. That
0: <laughs> is my title? I have a little placard at my desk. Mm-hmm. Things are real. Um, yeah. No, made, that intro was well-written, but completely got thrown off because mm-hmm. Mr. Phil may be coming out a little bit later, and um, he was yes. part of the intro. Yes, so, uh, it's true. Guys, it's November. Halloween you know. is can over. We, happy, yes, happened? happy November.
1: Hey, can we all agree that Monday Halloween sucks ass?
0: Agreed. Yes. Why do they do that to us?
1: I would love, this is, listen, uh, Casey, cool, 2024. (laughs) All Hallows Eve is on the last Saturday of every October.
0: I mean, that needs to happen. I don't know why we're hesitating. I don't know why we're holding back. Like, just make Halloween that last Saturday in October. Everybody will be happy. I had four daddy sodas last night and a bunch of candy, and I felt real horrible this morning.
1: Oof. We went to a really nice neighborhood and rode in golf carts and went trick-or-treating where they give out full-size candy bars. And my son was
0: like, eh, not into it. And I was like, Whoa. what? Whoa. Golf carts? Back up a hot yeah. second. You had golf uh, carts where you went?
1: Yeah, because it's a big community. That's crazy.
0: Did, could you rent a golf cart? Or no, they just rent?
1: it's part of the like, they live on the golf course. So they're oh, like, okay. hey, let's rent out the fleet. And I was like, sick. That's uh, crazy. cool. I,
0: I didn't know if it was like a bring-your-own-golf-cart situation. No, no, no. My, my daughter is in. super
1: sweet, too. Today, she's like, Dad, you can have some of my candy. I go, hey, hun, i I'm going to let you in on a secret. I already took a piece this morning. And she goes, what? And I go, yeah, I took your giant Milky Way bar. She goes, that's okay. I go, I figured it would be. You're the best. Like, I, I, as soon as I saw a full-size Milky Way, I was like, done, mine. <laughs>
0: Have you seen those clips where the parents are just like, yeah, we ate all your candy last night and the kids lose their minds. The Jimmy
1: Kimmel's. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the best. Is is
0: that a Jimmy Kimmel thing? Yeah, that was a
1: a Christmas one too. That's pretty ruthless and funny. Um, And those kids, like when they cuss out their parents, I'm always like, Oh my, but I'm not surprised either. Are you going to show us your cussing out your parents? Or was this your secret Kit Kat stash? What do you got there? What's, what'd you grab? Secret I, grabbed
0: a, I, gra- I grabbed a pen. Oh, I thought oh, you were grabbing uh, a secret Kit Kat. were no Kit Kats. No, I. Uh, I uh, there were candy was downstairs. I was surprised to see how many Sour Patch Kids were rocking and rolling in my house this morning. Yeah, that's ooh, my those Sour Patch Kids.
1: A lot of Warheads. I had a kid yeah. give me an extreme Warhead today, and he's like, "Don't eat it." I'm like, "The pretty sour." It was fine. I took it.
0: Yeah,
1: it tasted yeah. good till it wasn't sour anymore, and then it tasted like a cough drop. I'm like, "This is gross."
0: Dude, that that was the best part of of the Warheads back in the day. You'd like endure the sourness just to get to the sweet, sweet joy of the aftermath of the sour.
1: Yeah, when it has like the inside, like the fizzy stuff that, yeah, 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 yeah. Eric, what's your favorite Halloween candy? Oh, Sour
2: Patch Kids, easy.
1: Uh, Eric is like your children. I, I
2: love sour. I love sour candy. I love sour candy. You're all speaking my language right now. I love Warheads.
0: So good. I, I actually have a jar for chocolate candy, a jar for sweets, and a jar for mint. And mm. um, it's always a toss-up. Normally, normally the sweets jar goes faster than the chocolate jar, I gotta be honest.
1: You know, Eric showed me this thing that you could have bought the Pokemon cards. They did like a Halloween thing where you could give kids oh, like yeah, three yeah. cards. I think that's a great idea. Well, did, yeah. did they
0: have the Ghastly on the front of it? The Gengar. Uh,
2: or the Gengar, yeah, yeah.
1: Ghastly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ga- yeah,
0: ghastly just, dad.
2: they were they're all cards that are actually in production they just have like a little halloween stamp on them and it was little three packs you pass out little three packs of pokemon cards
0: oh, be that guy that's brilliant did so, you buy some for yourself
1: no 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 but you to go the coming. dollar store you can go to the dollar store and buy those three packs you can buy like a, a pokemon card to the dollar tree or dollar store they're they're three pack cards so I don't know what the hit rate on those three packs is, but that'd be kind of a sick move. You just go here's forty dollars worth of uh, Pokemon cards and start just giving kids Pokemon packs. They'd be like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> You're gonna get the one kid and be like, "I don't want this nonsense." <laughs> Where's well, the candy? You,
2: okay, so, so the thing is, if it's if it's group trick or treating, there's always traits. It's always true. Traits. So true. If you so if you don't like Pokemon cards. You at least know someone who does. If you're a kid, I imagine, I imagine.
0: Dude, I totally missed my window. I should have got these Pokemon cards. I knew they were out there. I saw them somewhere on the internet and I just figured, Oh no, I'm too, I'm not cool enough for that. But that would have been such a cool thing to give all the kids. Yeah. Like forget yeah. your candy. Here's some Pokemon cards. I'm going to start you on your journey to getting addicted over gambling. on Hey, these cards.
1: Here's, hey kids. Here's some lot of <laughs> scratchers and some Pokemon cards. So, uh, so that's the move.
2: So the hidden blessing of doing that though is is we know as as adults that pass out Halloween candy, the stash is not does not stay sealed. Your stash is when, when it comes home from the store and you're waiting for, for trick you're it's open. You're you're dabbling. Yeah. You're dabbling. So you, take you know, a that, little
1: bit here, a little bit if there. You're,
2: if you're trying not to cheat too much before Halloween, you know, it's maybe a benefit there.
0: Yeah, Maybe that's why I didn't buy those Pokemon cards. Is because I would just like, oh, maybe I'll just open one pack. This one's probably got a hitter in it. This one's probably got a, a Charizard in it. No, Which, but... by the way, your guys' stream the other day, like from last Thursday, is the only reason that I now know how to spell Charizard. Why is there an I in Charizard? <laughs> that makes no sense whatsoever. No.
1: Like Charid, I don't
0: know. I just thought that's it was Charizard. Thing. I didn't realize there was an id in there. I didn't realize there was an I at all. You know, well,
1: that's the Charizard wow. three cards that he got were really cool. That box was uh, not the best.
2: Oh, the packs, yeah. Well, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it wasn't. Oh, I got one person here. Mm-hmm. Oh, hi, Sam. Hey. I'm gonna mute for a second. I'll be right
0: back. <laughs> yeah, that, that was not a puppy. That was in fact uh that was a un- human fun. child. That is a human child. Turns yes. out human childs are coming in and um, rocking and rolling. Um let, let's talk some video games. I've been playing yes. some, you've been playing some, like we've been rocking and rolling. Um, I finally put I finally saw credits on a game by the name <laughs> of Halo Infinite. This is a game really? I started playing last year and I finally okay. picked it back up and oh my gosh, it's so good, Eric. It's so good. I love it so <laughs> much. I love so, it so much.
2: Halo was, was I, I didn't have, I didn't get an Xbox until she's like six years ago. Mm, so yeah. I never, I never got into Halo. I never played halo, but I, I had friends who played So just what, tell me about it. What's,
0: so Halo has is, is been around for a while. It's a first-person shooter, obviously. And I think the yeah. reason that I'm always attracted to Halo as a game is that they only allow you to hold two weapons at a time. So it really creates this dynamic where you are juggling between different weapons and trying to figure out like what weapon you're going to take. And then you pick up a weapon, you run it out of ammo, and then you drop it and grab a new one. And that locomotion of constantly like switching out weapons really provides a little bit more depth to gameplay than maybe some of these other games. Like some other first person shooter, I'd like find a gun that works and then just stay in that lane the entire time. And this one really forces you to like get comfortable with the weapon, you get consistent with it, but then you're out of ammo, so you got to scramble and figure out how to uh, how to navigate the different battles. Um, Really good. So for you, it's more of a complexity
2: gameplay. Is it like the story? The you know how how's the story? Is it is it what's what's the world like? Because I know that it's it's a big franchise. Is it all? Does it all take place in the same world? Is it all? Yeah. So there's people that do
0: really into the lore here like really into it there's like novels and people read them and like them um i don't really Ooh. know what's going on i know there's a green guy with a gun that <laughs> runs around and shoots aliens and in terms of that structure like is there a story in here sure are they kind of like retreading old characters yeah you have master chief and then you have um cortana <laughs> um and you're kind of putting the cortana storyline to rest it feels like and she was kind of throughout the last however many games so um it was it was good you know the story is never what i came to halo for but i think this just does a good job of story sure okay wait are you playing the relaunch of halo no i finally finished halo infinite oh
1: Wait, didn't you beat, you beat this a long time ago though, right? Because it's the same game,
0: right? I actually did not beat this game a long time ago. So this was a game that I was super hot on when it came out last year. It was, it was last year that this game came out. I played through half of it and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wait until I can co-op through this main story. Cause co-op in this game is going to be fire. I want to play with Dr. Z let's do this. Well, here I am almost a year later, still no co-op through the main campaign. So I'm just like, you know what? I got to knock this one off. It was good. I liked it. Um, I'm playing on hardcore, co- hardcore mode. Oh my, someone's a real gamer. Kicked my butt. Yeah. So a couple can things. Can you switch
1: it as you play the difficulty?
0: Um, You can, but you get an achievement for playing it through on hardcore mode. Oh. My problem is, is I normally <laughs> stick on the hardcore mode if there's an achievement tied to it. In this case, there was. I get to the end. I probably spent an hour and a half on the final boss and my achievement didn't pop at oh. the end of the game. Why not? What? I don't know. I don't know. It didn't pop for regular difficulty, easy difficulty, or hardcore difficulty. And traditionally all three of those would pop at the same time, right? Once you see credits on the game. Yeah. So now, I looked it up and it's a known issue, but it's just like, sorry, bro. So I'm not going to see those chivos, which is a little disappointing. What to
1: say, mm. Um, but didn't you play this game? Like this is a remake, right? Or a re-release of an old game. This isn't like a new Halo.
0: No, this is the Halo that came out a year ago. This I is understand it came out a year, but
1: but wasn't this w- is this a brand new like Halo campaign? I guess is what I'm asking. I thought it was a re re like remaster of the Halo.
0: No, this this oh. is a brand new title as of oh, as of last year. So like I played okay. through half of it. You know, last year it was actually on my Game of the Year list. It was okay. just like something that I hadn't seen credits on. Um, this is the one where they finally tried to take Halo uh, open world. And I think it worked really, really well. Like you have an overworld map, you get funneled into oh. like, a, you know, like a single path for a while, and then you pop out into an open open map, and the open maps really work well in this game. And I'm really excited to see what they do next in this franchise. Like I'm very, very excited.
2: That's super so, cool. It was good. It One great. thing that
0: I will say is the technology that Microsoft has been honing with the crossplay functionality feels like you're in the future like i'm playing on xbox i come up to my gaming pc and i'm like oh let me see if this works and i'll pop and it'll load me right back in to where i was downstairs it's going to reset the checkpoint but so be it like i'm essentially jumping in and out of the campaign on whatever device i'm on and i just i i'm just blown away every time. it looks beautiful
1: but so what's the people are really upset though that the multiplayer that that had a lot of like legs when it first launched and then people just dropped off of it.
0: Yeah, and I played multiplayer in the beginning. Uh admittedly, I'm not a multiplayer guy. Like I don't like going in and and being killed over and over. I liked the multiplayer in the beginning. I played a few sessions with Dr. Z. Um I'm not he- really here for the multiplayer. I got through the campaign. Um so as a single player campaign, I would recommend it. Um in terms of multiplayer, I think it's a good one of those, but I'm not sticking around to play for long periods of time. Oh, Grapple hook in this game. That's I can cool. never go back. I need my go- I need <laughs> I need my grapple hook forever and for always from yeah, yeah. now So yeah, cool. I know I've spent some time on this cast talking about this game. I want everybody to know that I fought through it on hardcore. I saw the end of it, and I cannot wait for the next Halo game. But
1: you didn't get the achievement, so I did
0: not get the achievement. I don't think it actually happened. So it's mad. okay. I'm so mad about yeah. that <laughs> Halo. Yeah. If you haven't played it, play it. It's good stuff. Yeah. Maybe one day they'll come out with co op. Um, um, co-op campaign but that's not today uh so yeah uh how about you eric are you playing some stuff
2: i am playing uh a couple of games right now actually well I, uh you want to hear one of the two extremes uh, well you'll you'll hear the two extremes i'm playing uh pokemon brilliant diamond which i'm thoroughly enjoying and i'm also playing last of us part two
0: whoa those are two so, very different yes, games.
2: yes they are uh so pokemon brilliant diamond i'm i'm really enjoying i'm having a great time it's it's one of the two in the franchise that i have not played so i you know uh scarlet and violet come out this month in just uh, two and a half weeks
1: yeah, i'm excited 17 days excited. after the day yes, yes three fridays oh
2: yeah so i wanted so, to get that one checked i wanted to get that one knocked off it's got it's kind of the low I mean, you, you know what, it is. you know what it's like when there's a game that's coming out and it's, you finished one game and you're maybe one or two months away from release. And it's like, well, what do I play? I figured, you know, I'd knock this one out. So I'm having a good time. Just hit, uh, my sixth badge and it's, it's an enjoyable playthrough. I played, uh, Arceus this year, really enjoying that. I'm going to, I'm going to get to, uh, talk about that in the future, but, uh, this this um, makes Arceus make sense to me. So
0: this um, game was... is really pretty. Is this like a Switch remake or, you, or is when did this originally come out? This came out on DS.
1: This is the one that really? when we were in college living together was the new one that came out on DS, and me and B Cole and a couple other people got it. Um, and they made it kind of like Chibi Arceus, but it's more like a traditional like Mm -hmm. Game Boy DS Pokemon. And uh it's cute. It's good. If you played it, it's the same. It's they've done a good job of it. The one thing they did add is your Pokemon can follow you, which makes it 10 out of 10.
2: What? I haven't done that yet.
1: You can go go in the setting. Your Pokemon can you can let your Pokemon out, your front Pokemon out.
2: Well, that's gonna be the first thing I do when we're when we're done tonight. <laughs> do Eric's um, like
0: I missed the best part of this game. Why can't yeah. my men catch yeah. up me? Okay, so so who is your who is your I'm gonna go be right to? back. I'm oh, gonna be right back. Go. I'm gonna step out for a second. Guys. No worries.
2: You're, you're okay. You're okay.
0: Eric, who is your go-to on your run through through this Pokemon game? So
2: um there, there's there are two Pokemon that I'm that I'm enjoying and my starter for one, I, I went with Piplup. And I now have a fully evolved Empoleon now who just who, who wrecks. And he's a lot of fun. And the cool thing about Brilliant Diamond is because I have a save file of I, I want to say it was Sword and Shield. I was able to unlock a mythical Pokemon in the game, uh, which is Jirachi. And jirachi is uh yeah he is he uh, he's a uh, just a cute little psychic sprite thing that that flies around. and um he wrecks. he's he's awesome. he um so it's he he's a lot of fun to play. and it's my first my first mythical Pokemon in a game. so um that's 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 kind of cool. And uh, yeah, it's it's I'm having fun. I haven't done this part yet. The fossil digging. I'm, I'm seeing stuff. Oh, I haven't. It's
0: kind of cool. Yeah. Spoiler um, alert.
2: <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. Um,
0: so tell me a but, little bit about a mythic. So you get a mythic and those are sometimes really hard to unlock. Are they just basically so, Pokemon that are OP? So mythical
2: Pokemon are unlocked only through, I want to say special events. You can't, you can't unlock them through the game you have to get them through some other means and Mm. um i've never when when you know i'll I'll give a little you know little pokemon history i I, resist the other game i did not play was gold and silver and i didn't play gold and silver because i was so just dialed into red and blue that i was like how could you add more pokemon what is this i was like no Everything I know, I'm not gonna know everything anymore. I'm gonna have to learn. I don't want to learn. Um, so it was it was um Ruby and Sapphire that got me into it. And I kind of I wasn't really a huge fan when um, you know, really up until I wanna say, I wanna say recently, up until this last year, when I played Arceus and I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. That you know, Pokemon is is changed so much. And it's, it's funny because sword and shield is the same sort of, you know, it's, it's that 3d style. And then I play yeah. this and it's like, okay, this is more, you know, the, this is your traditional normal Pokemon experience. And it feels kind of constricted now. It's like, gotcha. I'm, you know, it's like, no, I want that open world again. I want that, uh, you know, I want that big, you know, huge Pokemon experience. So it actually makes me more excited for Scarlet and Violet. So that's actually what's what's really cool about playing this one.
0: So after going back and playing this after Arceus, are you just like, okay, I can't go back to this like kind of linear, more like hit each one of these uh gem types, or would you rather be in an open world type environment? Uh
2: the 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 open world is just conceptually it's so appealing, it's really what as, as a Pokemon fan, I, and, you know, as, as, you know, since childhood Mm -hmm. and I I feel like we are at the age where, you know, we were, we were blessed with being able to experience that, like in its, you know, at the right age as kids. And the, the experience of, of living the world of Pokemon, of, of like having that, that is as close to real experience of being able to go out and just catch it and do whatever. That's, I think what, what we've always wanted. So I can't go back. Um, I hope they don't do it. You know, they don't go back to the old form. Um, I was hesitant at first, but no, this is the way, this is the truth.
0: Yeah, I, I I'm really excited to play. I, th- I think I may have to just get caught up in it and like buy one of the copies because I'm sure Casey's going to get it. I have a feeling you're going to get it on launch. And like our Ar- Arceus seems so intriguing to me in terms of it being an open world and like kind of being what you envisioned as a child mm-hmm. that I really just want to get in there and like get my hands on it. Um, haven't taken the time yet, but I think it may be like worth considering on this next release. And I know you've been tracking a lot of those kind of release announcements. Is there anything that's getting you excited in terms of like the news cycles? Uh,
2: for me, the game that I've been looking forward to, well, I'm a Skyrim guy, so I've been looking forward to the next Elder Scrolls for yeah. just that's, but that's so far in the future. I mean, we, you know. What, what what can we talk about that? Right. Uh, Starfield though, the 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 Bethesda title that's slated for I think the start of next year.
0: Is it okay? Is... I was I was going to ask you when is Starfield slated to announce? Because at first they were targeting fall of this year, but I know that a lot of dates slipped based on COVID.
2: Yeah, I I from what I understand, it got pushed out to early twenty twenty three, and when it comes out, that's when I. I I think uh, Microsoft has the Bethesda exclusive, right? So I'm going to pull the trigger on the Xbox and I'm going to, I'm going to go all the way. Um, Are you? Whoa. Absolutely. You've been,
0: you've been like a PlayStation guy for many years, haven't you?
2: I have. And you know, the thing is, unfortunately I love Skyrim. I, I want, I want that next elder Scrolls game. It's going to be on this console. if if it's the only way i'm going to be able to play it then yeah you know is how much would you pay to play this game i would pay that much (laughs) to play this game and you know there's there's other titles i can play too and i did have an xbox one and it wasn't the best but it in terms of quality i prefer the playstation uh the xbox had some issues but
0: and you have a playstation 5 right
2: I don't. I oh, have not. Gotcha. I, I have not picked one of those up yet. And I was. I was waiting for this game to come out. And when I heard, I heard uh, the news. Xbox. I'm like, well, I'm just. I'm going to ride out my PS4 for as long as I can. Heck yeah, um, you know, games still look good on it. Last of Us Two is looking great on it, right? Yeah,
0: now. yeah. Talk a little bit about that. I know that you're hopping into Last of Us Two. That was one of my
2: f- yeah. like
0: r- high up there for like one of my favorite games I played through last year, and it looks gorgeous on the PS4. Like it I'm sure does. it looks great on the PS5 too. Oh,
2: I that it does. I
0: can't speak to it, but PS4 it still looks awesome, doesn't it?
2: It still does, and I, I mean, I know once I once I have that next gen console and I get to experience all that. Um, you know, I'll be like, Oh my, you know, it'll blow my mind all over again. Um, but yeah, the, the, first last of us was legitimately for me when I played through it, I thought I was playing the best game ever made yeah. at the time when I bought it, when it was brand new, I I'm sitting there and I'm fully immersed in this world. And I'm thinking, I'm, I'm just, I'm feeling all kinds of emotions that a video game has never made me feel before. And I'm just simply playing through the best game ever made. And I did not get around to playing Last of Us 2 for reasons. But uh, I finally got a copy in my hands. And I got to say, coming into this one is a lot different. The tone is initially a lot different. Oh, really? You know, you're seeing, well, in Last of Us, you're seeing the world uh, come apart in the beginning of the game. You're seeing the very beginnings of the world come apart. And in Last of Us Two, you're seeing you're seeing the very beginnings of a world that's beginning to sort of come back together, come back to life. And you know, admittedly, I'm only a couple hours in, so I I got to the big reveal in the beginning. Um, I'm on my way to Seattle. Nice. So that's um, that. That part has passed. You know, I mean, it's a, I mean, it's, you know, it's
0: it's a brutal game, though, isn't it? Like that first scene, like the reveal you're talking about. It is a brutal mm-hmm. couple of scenes, man.
2: It is, and I mean, emotionally, it doesn't grip you the same way that it. Th- at least for me, mm-hmm. it didn't grip me in the same way, because you know, I I my perception of Joel as a character was he was it, he wasn't he was you know by no means is he perfect by no mm-hmm. means is he your ideal hero character and he was tremendously flawed in a lot in a lot of ways in fact you know the conclusion of the game is you know the first game is essentially you learn that he you know everything that took place was due to his own selfishness right and you know he he took the he took ellie's Willing he he took her ability to sacrifice away from her without her knowing it. And right. that's what she wanted in the first game. So I kind of going into it, you know, does you know, good heart? Yes. Um, you know, did I was I attached to it in the first game? Yes. Tremendously flawed, yes, but my heart was not was not broken.
0: Yeah, and, and especially like it's it's an odd not an odd choice, but it's a choice that doesn't really land as heavily as it could have, in my opinion, only because I personally took a break between those two games, and it wasn't yes. that long of a break immediately. It was only like six to nine months, I think, because I played one, like, it doesn't matter when I played them. I took like a six to nine month hiatus between the two, which isn't that long compared to like other players that played it at release. Like, you're going through three, four years between these two mm-hmm. entries. And it seemed like in that second game, they really felt like that scene that's happening in the beginning is supposed to hit you really heavily. And it didn't for me. Like, it was too gory but i've never been a body horror guy i'm I'm not a fan of the violence and seeing it play out and this game yeah. has a lot of that
2: yeah well what what was very interesting about it because in the beginning of the of the game you know you you play you play from the joel perspective and then you start playing from the ellie perspective and then you start playing from this character named abby's perspective and you know like as i said i'm only maybe a couple hours into the game but it's very, it's very strange that you're playing this other perspective that you you, you know, you kind of get there's sign of there, there's kind of some preludes to maybe some sinister intentions in the beginning, but there's nothing that outright screams like evil here. But what's very clear in the big reveal is oh, there's there's no there, there's not a united. There's not one united front. The United States isn't coming back together. This is a world that is this is a country that's splintered into factions and splintered into uh, certain, you know, just groups that are just trying to survive. And you know, is is that evil? I, I mean, maybe that's the question here.
0: Yeah and, and I'm I'm excited for you to play more of it because as you get into it it's it becomes a little bit it comes not obvious but you think you know what they're going for and then they keep going layers deeper as time goes on and um it's there's nobody that tells a story like naughty dog studios man like sony's first party release well i don't know if you call them first parties but Sony's sony's exclusives are some of some the best software developed and released in the last 10 years yes like Barnum. you take uncharted Uh you take last of us like those games are so well done and even spider-man like the way that they are telling story on that platform is unparalleled, and it's why Microsoft has had to buy up so many studios because yeah. they're just taking them to the cleaners on these single player experiences.
2: And you say Uncharted. The first Uncharted game I played was Uncharted Four, and it blew my mind. Yeah, it absolutely blew my mind. And you said the storytelling. There's a moment in that game that just thinking about it now, like I, I remember. It's it's one of the you know those those moments when you're playing a video game where it's like whoa like you get chills and you're like this is kind of i'm experiencing something that was that's a little special like something that that some people put some thought into and for me it was the scene in uncharted 4 when you first see the ship you know as you're coming down and you see it and you reveal it, Mm -hmm. and you're like oh my god it's there (laughs) And, and they just they did such a perfect job of bringing everything together and, oh, the story! Te- you said it best, the storytelling was just, oh,
0: man. oh
2: Un- phenomenal.
0: Unchar- Uncharted 4 is like a master class. And I'm in the same boat yes. you are in that I only played the fourth one. I didn't play any previous, you know, part of me was like, should I go back and play them? I probably should. Am I going to? Probably not. Um, Just because uh, where's the time, right? And to jump into that fourth one was like, oh, this is like a whole Masterfully crafted mm-hmm. game that's been iterated Beautiful. so many times on over, and it's perfect in so many different yeah. ways. It um, was
2: it was so much fun, yeah. and you know, to you know, Last of Us, Uncharted. I would say if there was a, comp- I, I don't even want to call it a complaint. It was an observation. Uh, uh, Uncharted Four was like playing through a movie. Mm-hmm. It was not as immersive of an experience as playing through Last of Us. So, if you want, you know, if you, if you kind of like that kickback, you know, just play through and just have a good time, Uncharted is the game. But if you want to really get into a game and just explore the depths of what truly makes a great video game, it is all about Last of Us. That it's, yeah. I'm having a great time. I can't wait to get into it a little bit more. Um, it, yeah, it makes it makes me fun.
0: sweaty because it's so like it's so intense at times. And you're you you nailed it on the head. Like Uncharted Four is kind of a laid back action game, and you kind of enjoy the explosions. Yeah. But Last of Us, like you are on your toes. Like you are uh-huh. you need to like shank people and find ammo now. Like not in a second.
2: Yeah. And and it, well, and it, it it's there's there's a scene in the beginning of Last. I I, I don't want to call it a scene. I don't know how. I don't know called. There's a, a, a sequence in the beginning of Last of Us two where um, Ellie and I can't can't remember her name off the top of my head. Uh, You're, you're doing that, that patrol in the beginning and you, and you're trying to get into this uh, you could break into like a hardware store and there are, uh, and there are like three or four clickers just kind of walking around. And, you know, for those of you who don't know the, the clickers, they are attracted to sound, but they're blind. So you can, you can sneak up on them. You can, you know, you can get right up to them, but, you know, you you, it's still a very unnerving thing that they're moving and they're sensing you, and it, and a you know, it's it's also instant death. You know, they get a hold yeah. of you when you're not prepared, and it's game over, and you get the, you know, the 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 loud music <laughs> and the cut scene of your of your throat getting just the most
0: shredded, just ripped out.
2: yes, <laughs> yeah. um, just the most horrifying oh death gosh. you could imagine, um, yeah, and then you, yeah.
0: Well, well, I'm excited for you to continue to play through it. I I, I really enjoyed that game and I think that you're going to enjoy it too. One thing that I will pause it for you um, is, is there's a scene in Seattle where it kind of opens up a little bit when you're in Seattle uh-huh. and if you want and you'll you'll feel it, it kind of opens up and you get like a map and you're like, this is really different. Um, there is a side thing that I would suggest doing like very early, like very soon because or eventually okay. you'll like paint yourself away from it. And that's what happened to me. And I was like, I'd love to go back and play that that part, but I never have. So, food for thought. Okay. If, if you appreciate want to see that, I preci-
2: I've heard that there is is, I, it was described as as an open world segment, but you know, sort of an open map type of a segment.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, I've I've and, heard
2: that I'm coming up on that.
0: And and you've uh you've been I mean you've grown up in Seattle or you know the Seattle area somewhat.
2: Uh, I no, I I did not grow up in Seattle. I visited. Okay. I visited Casey ever since he moved up there in high school, okay. pretty much once a year, um, for oh God, for a couple of decades now. At this point.
0: Oh dang. Okay. So yeah. yeah. So, so I don't know how well you know that downtown area, but that was a really that really tickled me as well as like going through these different areas of the city. And you can tell they took a lot of attention to detail and like, Oh, this is the convention center. And this is like a lot of very reminiscent things.
2: Oh, like they, they took landmarks then, huh?
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And oh, like, okay. depending on how well, you know, Seattle, I think the better, you know, Seattle, the more impressed you're going to be um with some of the different set pieces and levels. I was like, Whoa, this is cool. This is like where I grew up. So like, I'm, I'm a fan.
2: no that that's really cool actually i had a similar moment there's a game for ps3 ps4 i can't remember which one it was uh need for speed the run and need for speed the run is a good game it's basically a race from san francisco um I, i think it's like it's like a cross country race and you start in san francisco and i think it's either the second or the third leg is old altamont pass road And you literally drive Old Altamont Pass Road, and that's a road that on the weekends I used to take my old WRX, my tuned WRX, and just rip that road. I used to commute that road to and from work. It's like whoa, and I'm driving this road (laughs) in a video game now. It's crazy.
0: And look how real it looks.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, and it was it was they there were enough landmarks. There's it's a really hilly it's very hilly landscape, and there's a train that goes over it. There's a train that kind of runs along the side so there is there is a portion when you kind of go under that under that train bridge in this hilly area uh there's i think about halfway through there's a, a random just garage there's no houses or anything but there's just you know there's oh there's you know there's uh uh what what do they call it uh, yeah the, the Altamont garage and wow. but there's always people over there uh so yeah that i i know that feeling it's it's super cool when you get to when you get to play through uh it's like oh, i could just go visit that like Dude,
0: yeah it's it's yeah. it's great and as the games get better and better it's only going to continue to get more uh more crazy and more lifelike which uh, kind of feeds right into our next story in terms of things getting yes. lifelike let's uh let's let's pop over the news because it just seems like perfect timing nascar just a couple NASCAR. of days ago um one of the nascar drivers put his rig up against the wall and just gassed it into a turn like you would in some of the old NASCAR oh. games and ended up taking over like four cars. One, two, three. uh, four or so cars to take the lead now this happened in like a championship race if you will i don't know if it's the right terminology so my apologies but i mean it's crazy like he goes into the head shoulder and he just gases it and zips around and slingshots his way to the front ricky bobby style that's
2: like that's like some inverse initial d type stuff where he gets in the (laughs) corner and like Whips it, whips it around the inside. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. I love the, I love the strategy, but I mean that, those
1: the real drivers, wild clip the, is the, when the driver, you see from his dash cam, you can see the, the side of the uh, bed of the car, not the bed. The body of the car starts like peeling off.
0: Dude, yeah, yeah. I, I actually saw the dash cam footage too, but you can actually see his car like deteriorating as he's running into the corner like a boss. It's crazy. I can't believe this worked. Like, I was tickled to see it, and I'm like, no, there's no way that worked. And then, sure enough, it did. Uh, if you're watching you can kind of oh, see man. it here. But Yeah, oh, it true. tears up this car. You can see the dash cam is kind of twitching out cuz it's being rammed up against a brick wall at hundreds of miles an hour or whatever it is.
2: Yeah, but but you know what? He's not paying for it, and that's a that's a move you don't make if you're that's a move you make if you're not paying for it. And
0: <laughs> it gone problem. for
1: that's, the next that's... leg of the race or the next race or whatever. Yeah, cuz the like they're thing. going
0: into the finals or the equivalent of the finals, right? Yeah. Or something like that.
1: Show me doing iron beak
0: uh no i just i just part we'll say okay, we'll
1: save it, we'll save it then. yeah yeah Sorry. i need
0: to play some more fire emblem too um so we'll talk yeah yeah right. i i got too many games that i'm playing right now uh and i th- anyway i'm playing a story driven game and i think fire i think fire emblem is gonna be better enjoyed after i'm finished with this other uh yeah for sure game but um so we talked about i uh the nascar race we also have the twitter reviewer calls it quits
1: I don't yeah. Know much
0: about this story. So
1: what's interesting about this one? Uh, this guy is kind of a big deal. His name's Nibel. He had a really big Twitter following, and his decision, partly influenced by Elon Musk, Psh, I, that's that's a salacious headline if I've ever seen one. But I think the bigger issue was he tried to monetize his Twitter, and then he realized Twitter's not for monetization, and that he his platform wasn't strong because he had four hundred thousand followers but in his letters like yeah I had a Patreon and I wasn't making money off of this. So I decided something else. And um you know he he had a really good Twitter uh for gaming news but he just uh couldn't monetize it. Yeah. And
0: and like, and you're seeing this on a lot of the different social media accounts, like monetization on some of these social media accounts is like very, very difficult to execute. Like you're seeing a lot of people, like I'm a big TikTok guy. Like I've been on TikTok for the last year and I think it's a dopamine release is constant and always in that app, which is probably why I like it so much. But the monetization for creator is so low that they're constantly trying to put you like, Onto a master class, or pay for my course, or check out my YouTube. Like they're constantly trying to send you away from TikTok, and I think Twitter has that same issue in that it's very hard to monetize the platform.
1: That's Twitter's for, right? Not for monetization. It's just for like promoting your stuff.
0: It's the Times Square. That's that's yeah. what Elon's going it's, yeah. for. It's gonna yeah, be the Times town Square. Square. Town
1: Square. Yeah, and I I get it. Um, it sucks. Well, you're seeing a lot of people leave the industry too because I think they're realizing that. Hey, maybe this isn't for me. There's been a lot of turnover with like GameSpot getting bought by Fandom. It's just interesting to see. To me, this is just a guy who was done. I think he voiced issue with Twitter's platform in the past, problems impersonating accounts and things of that nature. Um, I think it's easy to be like the whole hot. The cool thing to do right now is throw Elon under the bus. Like, okay, where are we going? Where are we leaving? This, like give him a second how about you see what he does
0: the whole yeah, idea about right, paying for the check mark and, and nibbles quoted here i don't think that twitter has yet experienced good leadership and this trend will not change with musk either i do not trust right. the platform well i mean musk just took over and yeah.
1: i he literally's had it for two days yeah and days? musk
0: like let's face it like musk has broken a lot of eggs and stuff that he's done i think that he's done a lot of He's disrupted a lot of industries and I'm hoping that he can do the same thing with social and Twitter. But I think this is one of the biggest lifts that he's going to have, like for him to come in and try to revolutionize a social media platform that's been around for 20 years or whatever the number is, is going to be very difficult for him to do.
1: Almost 20 years. maybe. Yeah. It's probably closer
0: to 10, right? I think it's, I know I got one when I got
1: nine, so, I'd say it's fit,
0: almost 15, 15, 2008. Yeah. Or actually, 15. But uh, when did in, in terms of like social How media platforms, 15 years is real, real long, right? I mean, because yeah. a lot of these platforms have come and gone. In Twitter less will than be three years. 20 years old in
1: 2026, started gotcha. March 21st, 2006.
2: Well, I think I think what I when I look at when I look at the, the Twitter situation, you know, what's 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 the what's the st- statistic that gets thrown around something like, um, you know, 90 percent of the content on Twitter is is created by 10 percent of the people on Twitter. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's it's loaded with bots. Um, you know, it's it's being highly political. You know, social media is in a weird spot in general it right is. now. So I don't necessarily think he's coming in and trying to revolutionize it. I think what he's trying to do is legitimize it. Try and, and from what I've seen, he's already trying to clean up a lot of the bots, get a lot of that crap out of there, and you know, make it somewhere that, you know, that actually is something that carries a, a little bit more weight. You know, if if it's if it's a platform where a very small minority are actually speaking, is it really? Is it really an open forum right now? Is it right. or, I don't I don't really know what Twitter is right now.
0: Yeah. So, and and you know, I I I hate to take this back to TikTok, but I'm going to real quick. And I think the thing that intrigues me so much about TikTok is what's changing is the follower mentality and the interest mentality. Like Twitter or TikTok is immediately focused on your interest and how much you like the content being produced. Whereas a lot of these other social media platforms are based on the following that has been amassed over time, right? You look at Facebook and followers and Instagram and follow or not Instagram or Instagram and also Twitter and followers. And people have spent lifetimes creating a following and then direct that following in one direction or the other. I think it's very, what's very intriguing about the TikTokification of all these platforms, YouTube, Instagram included, is that it's now being more based on the interest of the end user. And I think that puts us in a very interesting time with social media platforms.
2: Well, in particular, you you bring up TikTok. I I, I saw a news story today that the FCC is formally recommending that TikTok is banned for security reasons.
0: I mean, I, I I would believe that like the way that they are, it's, it's, it's a scary platform to be honest with you in terms of the stuff that they're able to put in front of people and the way they keep people in the platform. Um, it's unlike anything the world's ever seen. And I don't know if that's a good thing. Like that's not a ringing endorsement, mind you.
2: Yeah, I, it's, it's, I've, I've heard the same thing you've told me from other people that it's highly addictive. It's, it's very, it's, it's fun. Um, it's. You know i i've heard i've heard a lot of good things about it and i've heard some not so good things about it and um Yeah, We we don't need to get into the the tinfoil hat portion. of
0: (laughs) No, but but what I am excited um, about is like, if it's based on interest, it gives individual creators like a chance to actually come out. Like we've been producing a lot more short content than we ever have in the last six months. Oh yeah. And the reason that we're able to get on, get in front of people the way we are is partly because of that interest graph that's being implemented across platforms. And like, that's really cool for us to go from like zero to what we're doing now. I'm very proud of, and I know that- would yeah. be a lot harder in a, you know, five years ago, it would have been a lot more difficult in my opinion.
2: Yeah. So, well, and, yeah. and I think, well, the, the, the formula has changed a lot too. And, and with the formula being, you know, you know, we, we, talk about the shorts, you know, something that's, you know, five to 20 seconds, five to 30 seconds. Um, you know, the, You know, right now we're, you know, we're producing some, you know, you guys, you guys have been making some stuff that's specifically for shorts, but, you know, I'm, I'm literally just, just grabbing shorts for, you know, just taking stuff for, you know, you know, got to make, make a few more this week. I will I promise. Yeah. Um,
0: it's but, fun. Like I've been enjoying yeah. it. It's, it's a roller coaster, man.
2: Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's been fun. And, and seeing it, it, it the creativity is, is a lot of fun too. Seeing what you guys are doing. Um, that Charizard vape was, was really it was, just, it was fun. It's just fun.
0: <laughs> that cracked me up when I watched it on stream. I was like, clip it, clip yeah. it, clip it, clip it, clip it. Yeah, go through it. <laughs> it's like, oh, um, like, yeah,
2: yep, yeah. yeah. The delay, the delayed, uh, uh literal Oh loading. my gosh.
0: I know I should have slowed that down and, and made that a little bit more of a loading segment. Because when I watched it the first time, it felt like a lifetime, but in reality, I guess it wasn't that long.
2: You, you, you could you could have given it like a two-second pause and then like the, the old uh, uh the old dial up, the old modem sound. <laughs>
0: Uh, and, uh, exactly. And our last story also has to do with learning. It looks like the Parsons school of design, um, was allowing students to take robot role classes as part of their studies. So here they are implementing a Roblox class. So you can kind of get in there and learn some of that material. So this is kind of cool to see that they're implementing this sort of creative platform into a traditional schooling model.
2: What type of what what class were they doing this in?
0: Um, so Parsons School of Designs are going to allow their students to take Roblox courses as part of their studies. So essentially, it's implementing it three D digital fashion using Roblox is kind of what it's focused on. Um, collaboration with a gaming giant, um, collaborate with Parsons. So it's it's just sign of our times, man. It seems like everything is. Uh, becoming digital and it's cool that they're kind of legitimizing gaming which is nice
2: That is really cool it you know it um you know i i think i think something that um it really hasn't been tapped into with with digital learning is 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 being able to really you know get you know get you know not just the material isn't, you know, is no longer in the classroom. You can, you can, you know, grab material from other countries if you wanted to with with digital learning, and makes, you know, the possibility. Yeah, it, that's that's really cool. That's real. That's something I wish I I could have done back in that like, middle school. I know. <laughs>
0: it's yeah, all the kids these days. They got all the opportunities. It's pretty messed up. It's pretty messed yeah. up. But yeah no it's 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 exciting times and it's only moving forward the thing that i'm i'm learning as an adult right now is like with the information being everywhere you can learn just about everything like it's crazy how many times i'm like googling youtube videos to figure out how to do something and the results that i get back are like whoa this is unreal
2: yeah i was you know my my last job i was a mechanic for 15 years i will tell you that there are a fair amount of times i fixed a car by going to youtube or google <laughs> and you know, findings, finding out the, and I, I found the answers to some weird stuff. So, uh, I'm not in the industry anymore, so I'm not taking money out of my own pocket, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, if, if, you if you got, if you know, uh, righty, tighty, lefty, loosey, um, and you're, you're handy with a few, uh, with a few tools, you can fix a lot with Google and, and YouTube, a lot of strange things that you would not expect
0: you can. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Um, well, it looks like we lost Casey. And um, I know his last segment had to do with um some one star reviews of Fire Emblem, which we didn't really get to today. So I don't really know if we want to jump into those or not. Probably not because so we didn't talk nah. about it. Um, is there anything you want to talk about? I know we haven't done what you're watching in a minute. You watching anything good on your end?
2: Watching anything good. Uh show, I
0: mean, are we talking shows? Yeah. Oh,
2: what? Uh, what have I been watching? That's that's a good, good so, what yeah. are you watching?
0: Yeah, so what I've been watching recently, and honestly, a lot of my television time is being dedicated to the game I'm playing right now, which is um, Life is Strange, True Colors um it's like an interactive story essentially if you know the life Life is strange franchise this is one of those so a lot of my tv time has been dedicated to that and my wife's been kind of getting into it so um it's it's pretty good it's definitely emotional people are tapped into their emotions and the superpower is diving into people's heads and seeing how they feel (laughs) which is um very touchy-feely um if you will so it's uh it's it's an interesting time. I'm kind of enjoying it. Uh, but I also started watching the, oh, gosh, is it Werewolf by Night? You see, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't. Werewolf by Night was released on Disney Plus. It's a Marvel tie-in. It's a one-hour show, and it seems like a one-off. And it's really good. It's really okay. good I don't know how okay. it ties into Marvel at all I haven't finished it yet it's only an hour long and I haven't finished it and um, I'm loving it it's real good that's cool um I actually so
2: I I did start a new show uh, on on prime and uh, it's a show it's called oh, it's not it's not I don't think it's a new show I don't watch a lot of shows I, I, I watch I tend to watch shows like a couple of years after they come out uh, this one it's uh it's called Hunters and um it's about a group of um it's about a group of jews that uh go around and hunt nazis in um post-world war ii america
0: whoa that's it is, crazy yeah
2: uh, al pacino is in it as is the uh uh the kid from uh the perks of saving a wallflower hmm. um and it's i you know i i I say I should say Jewish people. Um excuse me. Um
0: I don't but, think that's uh, yeah. I don't know I
2: don't know. I don't know. It, it's I mean they're they're badass though. I'll, I'll say that. I'll say yeah. that as you know, they're uh but yeah they they go around and they're they're hunting Nazis and just you know it's a lot of really brutal fun
0: cool is it, stuff. Is um, it fictional?
2: It's Uh, I I think there's there are elements of it that are based on that are based on fact because you know they there's a lot there's a lot of stuff like post World War Two stuff I think Argentina a lot of Nazis wound up in Argentina and there are there are like legitimate like I don't know if they call them villages or cities in Argentina that you go there and it's like World War Two Germany it's like whole it's it's like whoa like it's you're literally in Germany. Like the people there speak German um, is it, it's, it's um, you know, the, you know, the theories for a long time were that Hitler was alive and lived in Argentina.
0: Oh, I had no idea. I had no so, idea.
2: Yeah. So I mean, not all Nazis, you know, not every Nazi was, you know, captured and, you know, or, or dealt with over there, you know, they, right. They hopped on boats, they had pathways out They're, They were on a losing
0: side of a war. They were like, get me out of here. Right. Yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah, That's that's um, crazy. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's a lot of good television right now. And I think that my biggest dilemma is not finding the time to watch it. Like I heard that the new Lord of the Rings is good. I've heard the new Game of Thrones is good. I'm finally starting to get at that new Star Wars show that came out like weeks ago. So maybe more to come on the what you watch watching from. I don't know. I've
2: got I've got those two shows, the, the Game of Thrones and the uh the Lord of the Rings to watch too. Those are yeah. those are on my list. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, cool. Um, well well, that's awesome. Well, I think uh I think we'll kind of bring it to a close this week. I know that you uh are constantly uh doing some Pokemon. You're gonna get some more Pokemon in this week?
2: I will. I will be
0: uh stream I will be
2: doing my normal TCG online uh stream tomorrow and then Sweet. the underpowered Pokemon hour is scheduled for Thursday I will be uh we'll be going live not quite you know I'm kind of it's kind of cutting down the wire so fun fact you know I know we're closing out the show the Charizard box showed up to my house mm. about 45 minutes before the show started so um <laughs> so I was actually putting together a another show when it finally showed up and I was like oh sweet okay <laughs> That's um
1: awesome and I,
2: I might have the same thing with uh with this one too I I ordered something kind of cool and if it's nice. uh if it shows up, we're doing show A. If we're not, then it's show B. But uh, I love it. I
0: love it. You got something you know. in the pipeline both times. It's yeah. good stuff. It's good stuff. Good
2: stuff. Good stuff is, is coming yeah. our way.
0: Yeah. And in terms of like my streaming schedule, I kind of have a crazy week with work. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to get on. My goal was to finish Resident Evil by Halloween. Well, it is November 1st and I'm not done with Resident Evil. So um, more of that to come. I'm sure. I, I'm I gonna... hope
2: so. Yeah. I, hope so. I, I like watching that one. I like... Okay. I got, I got a thing for the golf girls, man. I I do.
0: So Scary. Did you see the doll segment? Like the whole house full of dolls is petrifying, like lives in my nightmares, but yeah, I'm going to try to get some of that in on Thursday night. Hopefully, like I said, crazy week in terms of schedules, I have to be at a conference in Bellevue this week. So I don't know if I'll get to it, but if I do, you'll see me Thursday, Thursday. If you don't maybe later in the week. So cool. Well, thanks for the good day, Eric.
2: Yeah. Well, appreciate that. Uh, I always, I always love being on the show. It was
0: uh heck yeah. You're, you're a, a cornerstone now, man. You're, you're part of the team now <laughs> you're part of the team. And uh, I know we lost Casey halfway through. I think he had something come up with the fam. So that's what's going on with hair, him. And that's why you don't hear him here now, but it's all good. If you want more of our channel, feel free to find us on our social channels. They're in the description attached description wherever you're watching we're on discord if you want to come in and chat with us talk games feel free we're always doing that we're on twitch tiktok youtube shorts and many other places and if you're listening to this audio version if you would kindly leave us a view it would be greatly appreciated five stars if you would be so kind that is a wrap for this week it's been a good one we're out
2: out like trout
0: oh and uh player games play gotcha. your
2: games yes Play games. Later.